0: Hello everybody. Welcome back to Riverdinks. As always, we are your hosts. I'm Jay. I'm Allie. I'm Bella. And Bella, can you get that famous theme song, please? Uh, I feel like I should do like my, my Riverdinks, bring all the boys to the yard, like something like that. They were like, sure. go for it. I feel like you guys got the gist of it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, um, okay. do you want to give uh, up? Uh, River Dinks, River Dinks is back. I decided to abandon my earlier plan. Okay. <laughs> to kind of throw a curveball. That's really like a good way to do things. You go, I'm gonna do it like this, and then don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like Riverdale, honestly. Yeah, that's true. Actually, keeping the chaos of the show. I'm sorry, Endo. She's so sweet and so soft. I don't want the headphones to get yanked out. Allie was just petting our beloved, beloved, sweet cat Pepper. No, it's okay. I just didn't want the headphones to fall. I am gonna need your assistance in grabbing that filter. Okay, you just give me the word. word. Do a little like hand signal. (laughs) I feel like that's not distinct enough. Can you do like this? (laughs) (laughs) That's not. okay Okay, we'll see um, how it works anyways (laughs) um yep i was making a really funny hand motion and Allie's hand motion wasn't even funny so that's all you need to know listen um do you want to pull up the information i'm doing it on my phone don't even worry about it we're sitting in a slightly different um organization as usual or from usual maybe orientation i suppose anyways okay This week's episode was season two, episode two, titled Chapter 15, Nighthawks. It was directed by Allison Anders and written by Michael Grassi and originally aired on October 18th, 2017. And this is what happened. There's graffiti on Pops. It says Death Diner because of the shooting um archie is drinking energy drinks in the morning which indicates to the audience that he is not sleeping because he's staying up all night keeping watch um pops is gonna go out of business because no one's going there because of the recent violent crime um veronica is avoiding Hiram at all costs because she doesn't trust him archie keeps trying to get the sheriff to help with catching the shooter and he has no help um fp's court appointed lawyer wants him to take a plea deal that's going to have him in prison for 20 years and Jughead's like no Jughead mentions Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors um Archie is hallucinating seeing the shooter at different points while he's keeping watch uh Betty sends Veronica to go check on Archie because she can see through his window that he's not sleeping in his bed at all so she's concerned for him Midge Clump on the scene is what I've written. Midge Clump has arrived into the story and nothing bad will happen to her in this episode. Um, Reggie sees Archie waiting to see the school counselor and and peer pressures him out of talking to the school counselor. (laughs) Um, He tells Archie instead that he'll sell him drugs, jingle jangle, to keep him awake. So he doesn't even need counseling. Uh, Betty is trying to save pops. Miss Grundy has been murdered, which we, the audience know, but now all the characters know it and Archie is really sad and upset, understandably. Jughead goes to meet with Penny Peabody because he's been told by tall boy that Penny Peabody could help his dad. She says that if the Blossoms forgive FP in court, then he will get a reduced sentence. Pops is being sold to an anonymous buyer and Veronica's like, oh, this is just like when Hiram bought the drive-in. And she accuses Hiram and he's like, this is not me, me huh? Um. But And he also denies being involved with Fred getting shot. Betty and Jughead ask the Blossoms to forgive FP and they say no, extremely understandably. Um... Alice goes to visit the original Dr. Kirtle to see the body of Miss Grundy because she's a reporter. And um, Reggie delivers drugs to Archie. Betty threatens Cheryl severely and says that she'll put the video of Jason getting shot on the internet if she doesn't lie and help FP. Or not lie, if she doesn't just help FP and forgive him in court. Um, but Cheryl does forgive him in court and also commits perjury to help him. Uh the Pussycats featuring Cheryl sing my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard on the roof of Pops to save Pops and Pops is saved (laughs) Reggie sells Jingle Jangle to Moose and Midge um we find out the audience finds out that Hiram did in fact buy the diner but it's a secret and he paid off Pop Tate to not reveal that and Pop Tate is staying on as the manager um F.P. calls Jughead and he's like, did you talk to Penny Peabody? Don't, don't contact her again. She's the snake charmer. And he's very upset, clearly. Even though Penny Peabody, as far as the audience knows, just trying to help out F.P. at this point. Um, Smithers is gone. Apparently he's gone overseas. And instead there's a strapping young man named Andre. And although I don't think they even said his name. But we know his name I is think Andre. they did. They did. And that's how I knew how to pronounce it. Sorry. Please. How else do I pronounce that name? I don't know actually. Andre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> um Archie buys a gun from Delson Doyle. Stop laughing. Archie has bought a gun. <laughs> um, and then the final scene of the episode is. Midge and Moose in a car up on a lover's lane of some sort, doing jingle jangle, kissing, and then a man in a black hood comes up and shoots them and walks away. And that's the end of the episode. Did you guys like it? Yes or no? It's okay. I was pretty middle of the road, to be honest. Yeah, I was gonna say it like weird. It's like, it's like on the yes side, just because I enjoyed watching it, but I think it was super mid yeah I agree really well let's talk about it just some stuff I did not like in it I think some low lights are when Jughead and Betty are surprised that Cheryl and Penelope do not want to speak for FP in court and they call her full poison ivy it's like they're like can't believe she's being such a bitch like and doesn't want to help my dad did dump like his body in the river like I don't know guys like not like helped cover it up like he didn't yeah i don't mean a gun for like penelope's interests but like, but i'm gunning for cheryl's interests yeah she's just like, like i hated watching like lily reinhardt's expressions during that scene because she's like oh this bitch won't help my boyfriend's dad and then when she blackmails her that is so horrendous that was i think the worst part just that really is a bad. low point for betty yeah which is saying a lot as well I mean, it, I guess it, like, does save FP's life, but, like, she does it for, like, Jughead reasons, and she's, like, a real bitch. That's the thing. is She's not even doing it because she believes that he's, like, doesn't deserve this. She's, she's like, doing Jughead. it because she's, like, Jughead is so sad right now. I better make him feel better. Yeah, for the listener at home, I guess, uh, Cheryl is getting changed and wearing an amazing bra and looking great and <laughs> having a so good time weird too, in, the, but sorry. in the changing room. I don't know why they to frame it that way. It's a great, but, question. It's a great um, question. Lily or what's her name? Mm-hmm. Betty walks in and like blackmails her, saying that she has to help FP and like testify on his behalf, or else they're going to release. She'll release the snuff film of Jason's murder and she's like you'll never be able to put this trauma behind you then like it'll be viral sensation everywhere it's like how do you not hear what you're saying it's so awful and then when and then Cheryl is not even like terribly upset about she's like fine you're kind of cool Betty and it's she like a yeah, stone cold is... bitch. Well yeah, but she says it in a way which like, is like she yeah, stone cold bitch a like she respects bitch, her. Betty Cooper. Yeah. Like One she respects the... that she's done this. One of the things about this episode is watching like the seeds of discord that will destroy like the fabric of the rest <laughs> of the show happen <laughs> yeah. cuz in this episode Veronica offhandedly mentions Pops to Hiram and it results in him like further further mistrust between them and him purchasing it and like betty like really immediately turning her back on cheryl like her cousin who's like insanely traumatized to help jughead and jughead with penny peabody like he's going to mutilate that woman when she showed her and line up in a sci-fi with jughead's mom seasons from now um there were a lot of storylines that started yes and Archie just like everything with Miss Grundy like he's traumatized for life too like it's incredible to see like how it's already like how it's been set in motion I don't know yeah it's quite sad in a Mm -hmm. way it's like the tragedy of like a horror movie when like what's that quote it's like their fates have already been decided yeah Yeah, right I mean that's every movie but I mean, yeah, but is like, more than that. Right. But Riverdale is more than every movie. I think yeah. so. That's true. I'll say it. Their fates are written already, like, but... And rewritten and written again on loop by the author, Joe Anyways, I'm gonna... You grimaced, I'm sorry. Me? Yeah, you did. Oh, I was just like, okay, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's, yeah, God. The whole thing also with the letter to Hermione, because I didn't actually do the recap, but because Veronica's like, mom, dad wrote this, sorry, daddy wrote this letter threatening you. Why would he do this? And she's like, I wrote this letter. And then at the end of the episode, he's like, thanks for taking the fall on that letter. (laughs) Like, it's like, this is crazy. Yeah. She, Yeah. I do have sympathy for Veronica at this moment. I can't lie. Yeah, I kept whenever Hermione and Hiram were on screen. I kept saying she was the baddest and he was the realest, and Allie didn't like it any of the times I said it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Oh, oh. Also, actually, I think we should interrupt. Right now, to talk about our news, because I don't want to wait till the end of the episode, because I feel like our listenership drops severely as the episode goes on, probably. And I meant to mention it right at the top of the episode, but I forgot. Um, I think it's because they get so excited to watch the episode, like they hear us talking about, it, and they're like, "You know what? This sounds fantastic." And I'm they gonna go watch. They turn off the podcast to go. listen don't so well. You guys don't think our listeners watch the episode. In I think preparation our for our episodes, our we should do a Twitter poll once we get some followers. You're oh. right. Oh, and we need some followers because right now, because the account has no interaction, I keep getting notifications that's like Elon Musk just tweeted this, and it's like oh, I Me wish too. he would die. Like I like this is terrible. Um. Anyways, the announcement is we have a new Twitter account. You're gonna promote Twitter right after saying you think Elon Musk should die. <laughs>
1: He's really going to be
0: like, said that Um, he's looking for someone else to take over Twitter. Anyways. Um, We have a new Twitter account. It's as a Tesla, like honing in on our apartment right now. It's going to bust down the front door and explode. Sorry. It's at riverdinks pod as in podcast. So riverdinks pod. Tweet at us. We'll answer um that's all yeah. also i want to state again this is not new but we also have an email address which is riverdinks at gmail.com if there's any like burning questions you want us to address yeah oh my god we should or do maybe a QA. if you want if... our opinion on anything anything at all we'll take we anything. really or you know you want us to rank something you want us to i work remotely i have a lot of time where i'm not talking to any human beings holler at us like do it (laughs) but yeah um but yeah that's the news anyway sorry back to the episode i just had forgotten Mm -hmm. to mention at the very beginning it's very important thank you you. yeah all Uh that stuff with Hiram. literally his first scene in this episode his second scene overall he's coming in from a run
1: all, yes. all sweaty and okay, his muscled
0: I'm like, they're cutting right to the point of what they're gonna do with him for the entire Who rest of the sure? show. What audience is sweaty Mark Consuelo's for? I think, think middle aged women a, a lot of middle aged women. Well you think so? The, yeah, yes, the audience of all of the adult it. like the parent cast, yes. They like him a lot. What do you mean? Can you repeat yourself? You know, like the, know the, I mean. the audience you know because like Riverdale is yeah, like all these the all these yeah sorry all these like rando new young actors and all the parent cast who are there for the older audience Mark Consuelos they're is there like, for the older so you're saying that okay I understand people who may have read Archie comics when they were growing up and then now this show is on and they notice that there's like Molly Ringwald as one of the parents and they're like okay I'm gonna right. watch this and they're like oh Mark and Suelos dreamboat okay luke perry or luke perry yeah dreamboat you're right hate ulrich yep skeet ulrich dreamboat like they like they're all in that makes sense brian i yeah. to be a hater i'm really not thinking about viewers so we're our power over, uh, over, hour over, age. Hour, over, over <laughs> our age <laughs> when this was coming out i think it was marketed not necessarily like only towards adult people, but I feel like ugh, adult people, not only towards like an older audience. I think there was a, it was really strongly marketed towards like teens because of like the teen angle. But I think there was a significant like viewership of people who were like our parents' age. That's real. Yeah. Okay. That's cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's pretty I cool. I feel like, yeah, it's interesting with shows like this that have different age groups. Like, the, it has the mm-hmm. kids and the parents. Mm-hmm. Maybe there are some, like, Nana Rose stands out there who, like, really relate right. to her eating they hay. Should... Yeah, maybe. There... I wish there was a show where there were the three levels. There's the teen level, and there's the, like, middle-aged level, and then there's, like, the grandparent level. And they if all there... interact with each other. If only there were shows like that. That would shows. actually... I would watch mm-hmm. that like crazy. <laughs> and there could be like intergenerational conflict. That'd be amazing. Anyways. You're being sarcastic. I'm not being sarcastic. I feel like that's a very common sitcom structure. With like... T te- Did you hear that? I did hear that. What Something was that? I don't know. Something in the computer just pulled. That's Something went... <laughs> I don't know what that was. Yeah, like I feel like a lot of... Like one day at a time. It's like a classic. No, I'm not talking like. And there is the grandparent that is here. I'm talking like all of them have their sets of grandparents that all have relationships with each other. Gotcha. I know that that's very common that there's a grandparent character in like sitcoms. I mean, like I mean, like a whole. It's got all the teams and all the gotcha and all their grandparents. So there's a majority. It's pretty close because they have all the ancestors. that's yeah. okay this is what yet again riverdale trailblazing i was gonna say yeah riverdale because i really don't know any other show that has such a stacked 90s cast like a, a 90s of popular actors from the 90s yeah um and i don't really i guess watch that much tv though but it seems so like we really got some stars in this yeah the stars are all here also bella i don't know did you see the skeet news i did not oh it's retweeted to our twitter account i undid it you undid it because okay. i retweeted it to our twitter account right when i made our twitter account and then Allie said i think we should have a meeting to talk about <laughs> kind of the parameters of the Twitter account it's because <laughs> she Jake, felt I was going a little wild what we retweeted Riverdale after dark <laughs> and their caption was phallus game intensifies like, but I was ignoring that I was just talking about the video whatever well, the... said that Roberto called him and wanted him back on the show for the final season to help wrap it up and he was considering it so it's not off the table it's big news sorry to bury the lead big news but at, that being said, let's at some point let's pencil in a meeting to go over strategy for our business account. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, oh poor Archie! I can't stop thinking about That's it. He really, really tried to go to counseling. Fucking Archie, though. That's you, like sorry. Go ahead. I tell know what to do, though. I just he is staying up all night to protect his house and then he fucking leaves the doors unlocked like junkhead had a key well then why would he be like this must be the black hood this guy was scared and he's delirious and he's sleep deprived yeah he woke up to hear somebody Uh. yeah no i don't know Um, that's another thing. The fact that Reggie deters him from going to therapy this Uh, early in the game, like, is another like domino effect. Literally, but also just like everything that's going on Mm -hmm. with Archie, it's like it's so sad because he's in his mind, he's like, I just need to catch this guy, and then everyone I love is going to be safe and it's going to be fine, it's going to be better. It's Mm -hmm. like it's not, it's actually going to get worse. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, it's so sad. I did like the kind of self aware line. It was like, we think the same person who killed tried to kill my dad might have killed Miss Grundy. And Alice goes, my, my. We've come a long way since dances at the gym and varsity football tryouts, haven't we? It's true. It's, she's right. I liked her a lot in this episode. It reminded no, she me of how she ditch. used to be in it. Well, no, she was really. Yeah. No, she was like nasty and like mean. Yeah, you're right. But I liked it because she was in it and doing something besides crying over her dead child. Like she was doing something. Like I like when she was at Pops and she was just taking iPhone pics of various with full dealings, volume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just but go like, oh. like I thought that was really funny. The way she is like so moral majority is like, I mean, so, yeah. It's like but I like it. I think it's like a fun element of the show. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, not about like, oh, I'd love to hang out with this human being. Yeah. It's like I think I think it is a good aspect mm-hmm. of the show. Even though she is so mean to her daughter she's like no. you have single-handedly she said you have single-handedly given crime a haven in riverdale <laughs> yeah um speaking of the black hood i do like the slasher horror elements yeah in this um i miss grundy being murdered so great like mr mr weather Mr. weatherby like telling them all in the classroom so great Oh, um, the Archie, the, is the he, Was he teaching that class? Or was I he think just he like, probably came in to get in an announcement. Archie's, why wouldn't you? In, okay. So yeah. Going, going to class. every class. Yeah. He probably is not going to just say that on the intercom. Um, on the intercom. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Miss Grundy was murdered. Um, <laughs>
1: but,
0: I was, yeah. I don't know. It just seemed mm-hmm. weird if he was like, I need to let this specific class know. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he was probably going making the rounds. Yeah. Think, yeah. But true, 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 true. Um, but yeah, like the, sh- the ending of Midge and Moose getting shot in the car was great. Um, like Zodiac killer strife from, yeah, that's what, that's what That's what I said, and Alan, this is not me. I I'm just not, said it was tropey, but I guess it is from that. That's what, know? no, I actually am curious whether anyone has insight on this. So I, I said like, this is mm-hmm. like the... One in like one killing from the Zodiac Killer, and Allie said, "I think that's exactly what happens." But then Allie said, "That's a trope from just like slasher movies and horror movies in general." But then I was wondering, is that because of the Zodiac Killer? I'm thinking that it's more an urban legend of just like Like the the the, the, well of just like the kissing couples, the kissing couple on the like hill or whatever, like a lot of ghost stories. Yeah, Yeah. but yeah but if they, i, I mean if up, they were killed in that specific way i'm sure it's it a was zodiac. it was also at lovers lane like yeah but i i yeah. looked up the um imdb trivia or whatever and one mm-hmm. of the things says the shootings at lovers lane and the letter sent to the register is reminiscent of the zodiac killer yeah mm-hmm. and it makes it's sense I mean, two teenagers that lover's line. Line. yeah he loves he loves that um, kind of stuff i do love the Nightmare on Elm Street Three Dream Warriors reference now because <laughs> I hadn't seen it. Now the first I hadn't seen it the first time I saw the show, and now I'm like, so real, I guess. I which know. was the reference? Uh, just Nightmare on El- yeah Jughead says you look like um a dream a dream warrior from Nightmare on Elm Street Three, which yeah. is called Nightmare on Elm Street, Street Three Dream, dream Warriors. Warriors. Yeah. Um just so real he's so real for that yeah i don't know <laughs> this was the introduction of jingle jangle yes which that's to be very important. significant that was another thing where i was like this is just like the 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 first page mm-hmm. of this sad sad story <laughs> it's all gonna go so bad for them i forgot that at the beginning reggie is like what do you want I got access to any drug at all that you need. <laughs> and they names like legit, like drugs. real drugs. Like, yeah. not even just like jingle jangle. Like, yeah. He named a drug that my doctors have been trying to put me on for a long time. But my. Well, you should have gone to Reggie. That's truly. I don't know why you're wasting your time with doctors. Hmm. So true. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> um, I personally can but, yeah, I feel like there's no real hint yet that um, so, that uh, Hiram is at all involved in the drug business. I would wager that they maybe didn't even know that at this point. <laughs> <laughs> because there's just because of the total lack of connection. Although, maybe so. Maybe that's just part of it, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Um. I feel like there were a lot of good quotes in this episode. Mm, yeah. Any particular? I mean, the first note that I made was Pop going, Did you see? Did you see what they wrote on my chocolate shop? <laughs> Which I know is supposed to be like really sad, but it really made me laugh. It's really yeah. sad. Um, <laughs> it's funny. Though. Jughead saying, I can't take on any more social issues right now. Mm-hmm. I feel <laughs> like I-, mm-hmm. <laughs> I looked at that picture so many times um how many damn years <laughs> he his face like he looked so crazy during that he is like like and it wasn't very good the no that's the thing it was not he was making the cole sprouse jughead face where he is like from this season onward whenever he's in serpent mode where he's trying, where he's just like has the furrowed brow and he's tilted down and he has red eye bags inexplicably. And, he, and his American girl ball teeth are out. <laughs> his, teeth. his mouth is always open just yeah. a little bit. Um, they really fail to deliver line, like a lot of shit i'm literally just thinking of like open the damn speakeasy like they're really like roberto really struggling with that adjective damn i don't know (laughs) um because he's being censored yeah there's also daddy daddy yeah that is like yeah but i think like sorry go ahead I was just say, that's so funny to me that he shows up at her high school. It's like he can't intercept her any other time. Yeah. He yeah. just shows up at school in the middle of the day. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what you're saying? I think my favorite quote of the episode is when Betty is talking about trying to make sure that like people keep going to Pops despite there having been an attempted murder. Mm-hmm. And her going, we can't let the terrorists win. Yeah. <laughs> we have <laughs> i thought that was really funny and they don't really like hold on that but that just i thought that was funny um something about this episode everyone is so like reactionary i feel like like it's really what do you mean just like I'm... like i don't like betty Like said so, like i guess i'm just thinking of like what archie's gonna do with like the red circle or whatever i don't know oh. you know like i'm just thinking of like how they're reacting to like the whole crime like Literally Reggie's influence in this episode is to stop Archie from going to therapy and instead get having him get a gun. Catastrophic results. And giving results. drugs to like multiple yeah. students. Catastrophic results. It's kind of all Reggie's fault. Which yeah, mm-hmm. I mean the kids getting shot is kind of mm-hmm. Reggie's fault. Like I mean, not really, but like down. Like, isn't it because they're sinning? I feel like the sinning is mainly them doing the drugs. I thought it was also Sin. premarital sex. Yeah, but they had it's like really kissed yet. Yeah, but he knew he, <laughs> he could. knew, <laughs> oh, God. Um, but but true. That's really funny. He was sitting there with the telescope, like looking, and he was like, "As soon as they do these drugs, it's over for them." <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> He had to make sure they weren't just pixie sticks, he was yeah, like, it's funny Wait, he didn't go after Reggie. I mean, Reggie wasn't Shows his politics, Reggie wasn't in a deserted area. He's also more of a mate, like, he's not Midge who will actually be killed like, very shortly. Oh, can like, I get no him again? Like, <laughs> Although, did you see? I saw some stills from the upcoming season, and there's a girl that people think is recast Midge. It is definitely not her, but it is a woman with short black hair similar to her. Because she speaking was an Comics character. Speaking of lookalikes, yes. I could not stop thinking about how much Penny Peabody just looks like an older Lily Reinhardt. I feel like she really mm. looks like she could easily huh. pit, like play... I would look her up. I feel like she really looks yeah, like yeah. she could play an older... Betty, or like Betty's sister. Her bangs were like her not good. Looks a so. lot. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, they that can't. I was distracted by her haircut. I was God. really. You know what's funny is I was staring at her bangs the whole time. <laughs> she could be a relative of of Lily's. Yeah, um, like here, like. With- have you guys watched Queen's interview. Gambit? Yeah. Yes. I just watched it and I could not get over how bad the bangs are. It's really... The bangs like, are really so. Bad. I like the show a lot, though. Yeah. I just... I think if I didn't know that the bangs went away, I don't know if I would have kept watching. <laughs> I feel like I didn't. I really thought they were gonna... It was just amazing. the only way they could convince you that Anya Tamarjo is 13 or whatever yeah. they were doing. Yeah. She does look really young. I mean, yeah. which just... Introducing our next podcast. The <laughs> Queen's Gambit. The Queen's Gambit cast. It's called. I don't have it. I don't either. The Queen's Gambit. No, that's nothing. That's nothing at all. I'm seeing if uh miss is Peabody wasn't Supergirl. <laughs> she wasn't she too as Leslie Willis slash live wire. Recurring, oh, love. that's really awful. Sorry, why? It's just, um, I'm just, I wasn't even I t- she's, covering it up. I, I see lies. she's in the boys. That's great. i still still not watched the boys? I that's don't plan easy. on watching the boys. I've heard good mm-hmm. things. I've just heard it's very violent. I don't think that's my yeah. I've heard good things too. It is quite violent. I've seen one scene of it from Twitter, which was insane. From why so I was on Twitter? Is it the and... first episode or like the first scene with the person mm. running through the person. No, um, it is. I could describe it to, know, you, actually, yeah. well, I'll describe to you briefly. It's all good. After Thank Thank don't you. worry about it. I just don't <laughs> want to hear about it. That's okay. Um. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna watch it and jensen ackles is in it so i can't watch it because i can't look at him and think of him as a serious person and jack Quaid is in it and like, i Cleet really don't like this one <clears throat> so this mean i think he's fine this is an anti the boys podcast yeah yeah get the fuck out of here if you <laughs> get this far we don't want you here anymore <laughs> if you're listening the cast of the boys I was thinking about fans not welcome. of the boys. But no. I guess we don't want to alienate our fan base. If you're a fan of the boys, that's fine. Yeah. I just am not going to watch it. We should have two running threads on our Twitter uh-huh. of things that we do endorse and things that we do not endorse. This is great. Yeah. See, this is what I was talking about when I said the times we're going to use the Twitter most is while we're recording the podcast because we're going to think <laughs> things. Great. Thing. <laughs> great, yeah. Um... We do and do what We do not endorse. We could even have it. Should our like... pinned thread be thread of people allowed or not allowed on the podcast? Thread of those welcome on the podcast or thread of those not That's welcome. On there or something I different. Like want that there. I don't know. Well it's only a guest. So I'm not trying to alienate listeners. I know. I guess I'm like <laughs> We're see, call I, don't want our, I don't want our Spotify Twitter to be account. so I don't want to like lean on our Twitter for like as like a replicant the, of our of our great joke. The is good news we don't is want we don't want The good news is not a soul <laughs> is gonna see this. <laughs> it's not true because I will. Because I don't <laughs> want our epic joke of not allowing <laughs> for us on the like I don't want that in writing. I'm like, gonna tweak Pulse, press, you're Pulse not fan 96 Is gonna find us. Pulse Please is not allowed. I won't, I won't. You can. I really See, this is what we need to go over in the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about this episode for like half of <laughs> um. Other things about this episode, Penelope was really busted. But like also not. But she looked like she had a really bad sunburn. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot that she even had this stage, though. I kind of thought she had the bandages, and then she was fine. I think if they didn't, like, I would have forgotten, like, that she had been in a fire. But like, it's implied, (laughs) she's like, for now on, like, I will, if you breathe, it's because I let you breathe. And if you, like, speak, it's because I let you speak. Like, whatever. And then we see her in this episode, and she's like, she's relatively fine. She was supposed to have like third degree burns. yeah and like I understand they weren't gonna keep that up for the whole show. I'm like I'm not I mean, saying it's a problem. I just think it's funny. It's I like Archie being really, mauled by a bear. like if you ever now had a character that had like really realistic effects of third degree burns for like six seasons <laughs> all, <laughs> like, of the, all of the budget budget is going yeah. into that. It's so funny. It is crazy, that when Cheryl's like, hey, watch this video. It's going to give you peace. It's a video of her son that she does that. that. I forgot it was about crazy. That. Girl, that's not how peace works. <laughs> Girl, that's crazy. <laughs> tell him, Jay. Yeah, I will. I liked... I feel like the... Um, stuff with Penny Peabody is interesting. hmm Like, I like it being kind of, like... Oh, she's the savior, like, oh, she's gonna really help. And like now he's not gonna go to jail for twenty years. And then you realise like, oh no, that was a really bad deal that he just made and like Although I feel like the impression of her the whole time is that she's like shady. Yeah. I think she's shady but seems like really I don't know. know. I think she comes across as kind of like serpents in general, of like there is some shady stuff but ultimately they help one another mm, but then now true. it's revealing like she's helping serpents under the guise of also being a serpent but is actually out like she's going to exploit him yeah but she yeah she is a real question mark at this point though which is very interesting like yeah. for for new viewers um and boy does it not go well for her <laughs> I can't believe that but she gets to meet Gina Gershon she gets to meet her <laughs> um, potentially be killed by her I how did, it is crazy that Jughead mutilates her like
1: they she were in that, that writer's
0: room like what if he cuts off her tattoo <laughs> but she heals miraculously so it's okay no I damage. mean I think you could well, it's on her forearm. How do you know that she doesn't know it's not damaged? I feel like she, because she shows up and she's like And it looks like a little burn. I mean i feel like real haters, sorry. I feel yeah, I feel like Jay's point and not to speak for DJ. But I feel yeah. like are you saying like I feel like she would likely have bled out. Like she was being she would have bled out or very she would much not have the use of her into her forearm or hand. That's yeah, true. It would I'm, have a bunch of nerves, it would have, like, yeah, she wouldn't of be the fingers like instead bad. of his, like, here's I like, my, I got this, totally this fine. tattoo removed, or yeah, that's yeah. really fair. I was like, she'd be totally fine. What well, didn't make just necessarily like um, die, but I like she. Well, she could, and does Jughead have a surgical practice while yeah. she's sitting there, like, writhing like, yeah, oh, just God, tattoos God, that's all deep. Deep. it's not like yeah. just removing like one layer of skin or whatever, like, it's, it would have been really deep, yeah. It is really, really awful that he Isn't does it that. horrendous? I mean, like, she's evil, and later does the He does, does that, the and then I think she, like, tells Betty saying. about it, and she doesn't even, like, Chucky. Chucky. you feel like my dance? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't even When well, that episode comes around, and she doesn't say that once, so <laughs> like, huh. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, um, yeah. God, that's coming so soon. Most forgettable character of all time is the court-appointed lawyer because I've never no memory. (laughs) I've never seen this man in my life. Who The fuck (laughs) is this guy? Never seen again. He's a Riverdaleian, seemingly, but we'll never see him again. Yeah, he's the which is weird because he's one of Riverdale's only lawyers, besides Mayor McCoy. Yeah, and Penny. We should like count every single character that's ever. Been on this, like frame by frame, including like background, um, or just like speaking, maybe roles. speaking roles. That would and be we can get the population of Riverdale, and we can try and get some of them on the someone, cast. Um, yeah. oh get my. like the court appointed lawyer to speak on Riverdale season seven. And they <laughs> be like, So, how do you think your character would react to this? Yeah, someone know? made a Tumblr account for Gilmore Girls that's. All of the black people in Gilmore Girls,
1: but oh, they're like, only
0: two. like two, so they also include background actors. No, so it'll just be like this, re- like it was as a joke, but it'll just but be yeah, like this really blurry picture of like someone in the background. It'll say like name, like unnamed, like, and then they all just say like purpose indoor, just like throughout. <sighs> it's pretty cool can you send that to me yeah i'll find it really interesting just so do you guys have any other thoughts on that so so. um back to the cheryl betty confrontation just like a really weirdly made scene overall i think why was it in the changing room and the way that they just like like really zero Grammys to everybody involved, like it was just really, um, and the Grammys were last night. The Grammys were last night. Fuck Harry Styles. You're not welcome on the podcast. (laughs) Um, let me check my notes. Uh, I thought it was interesting with Archie suspecting that it must be Ms. Grundy's ex Mm -hmm. Um, like kind of bringing back that plot line Mm -hmm. and also maybe that also being partly why he gets a gun is because he's like she had a gun to protect herself Um, Mm. that's interesting also because I thought when she told that story that it was a lie no me too yeah I thought that would kind of make it canon Hmm. um yeah yeah when does dr curdle die i don't think he dies he doesn't die he just leaves i don't think he dies i think it's just like the actor wasn't doing it anymore or something and they just i feel like he to does die, die. i think like it's like the late doctor well but like i don't, I don't know, think like it's like I, a plot i'm gonna point. look it up right now yeah, no, I don't think it's like he's murdered. But oh, I think okay, okay. okay. It's no, Dr. Can... Curdle Jr. shows up suddenly. He's like, I'm I here for my said. father. Mm-hmm. I got taken over his business. That's real. Um. Oh, we didn't even talk about, except at the beginning, the performance of Milkshake. Mm-hmm. Really just, I think, one of the strangest <laughs> covers on a show that has done a lot of covers. That's, I think oh, it's that's really true. A reference to the movie Empire Records. Where they because they perform, oh, probably is sugar high, I think, on the roof of the record shop to yeah. like save the record shop. Oh, still weird, but, but also, the way, yeah, the way you know they know sung it, I think, was just, oh, you know, yeah, that's I mean, I think it was cute. They were on the roof, I really just was like, this singing is it's not even a bop like, it's a great song. I will confess I did used to listen to their cover of that song. Well, wow, who doesn't like freshman year? I did too. I did I listened to it last week. I'm really a hater again. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't it's I don't know. Um, by the way, so I have the result. Uh he has died from an unknown cause between seasons two and three. Although interestingly soon. In season five, in the Hiram flashback episode, um, the original Dr. Kirtle examines uh, his dad's body. That's cool. When he shot. Him. That's really cool. Yeah. I guess I'm acting like it. it's, oh, wait, 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 <laughs> it's wait. like a wait. reboot of a really old. Hold show. on. Well, okay. It's not the <laughs> it's same actor, scene. but it's, they say it's Dr. Kirtle. So okay. it's the same character. Um, so fun But still. I wonder what happened to that actor. Let's find out. Maybe he just wasn't serving and they decided not to keep him. They, they met Dr. Pearl Jr. and they were like, damn, him. he's really way better. Who? He lives in Toronto. What else is he doing? Get your ass back on the Riverdale. Get Riverdale now. We should get him on the podcast. I really think if we tried hard enough, we could get somebody on here. We I think I'd be really mortified. Be. But that's okay. I think we could definitely. You think we'd it. be mortified? I'd be Why? Mortified. I'd be mortified. Why? Some shy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I think we could like shy. prepare questions ahead of time. That's true. He that's was crazy. also on Supergirl. As who? As Gregor. Awesome. So they <laughs> who really wasn't just on superstars? Actors around. like this. I mean, it's the CW, so he was in a ton of short films. Okay, whatever. I'm just seeing if he was in anything I, I, I don't really. Who's in remember. Barbie Melina I missed the explanation. Who is Andre? Um, so they said that Smithers's mother fell ill, and he has to go overseas to like nurse her back to <laughs> But um, Jay and I were debating: is Andre the the henchman of like the killer henchman of? hiram that then frames archie because i don't think so i think he is or no i think in the when they do go to the cabin and they're the man is killed and then they frame archie i think andre is the guy who kills him. yeah yeah i think he frames archie that's what i said so. oh. but he's not like agent smith or whatever that's like ages from now right yeah i think it smith, might yeah, i think it maybe is, it's in this epi- season or the next one there's but two guys that look. The but same. there are the pretend secret agents that show up. I think Agent Smith is like is a white man. Well, agent and Smith Andre... is Charles, right? He's no, there, uh, no, no, no. His name is Smith. Agent, agent Adams. Adams. <laughs> is he a fake? Is he? Is he? A yeah, fake he's agent. not actually an agent. He's hired. By he's hired oh. by. Mine, but he, he's hired by the lodges. Yeah. Because he's like, we're investigating the lodges, so Archie just tells him everything. Jesus. But then he like shows some loyalty, so then they're like, We can I think use they killed. No. no, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about Archie. I feel like oh. the lodges are like we were asking you to feed us information. Oh yeah. About like, us and it. betray us and you didn't. So, so that must be handle. this season that's coming up. Because it's while mm-hmm. Archie's being like a henchman for Hiram. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot to come. Yeah. Wow. Okay, it just happened again. I think I it's, it's just it's just L. playing. Sorry, we just heard a sound. Yeah. Yeah, we're Let's hearing Jughead periodically um, say something. Who was your guys' um, MVP? Whoa. Whooping the reins out of my hands. Yeah. Wow. Oh, do we should have hurts. a meeting to discuss who's allowed to ask people then I didn't <laughs> put that I on the used, agenda yeah. for the social media meeting. Um no, I no, I'm I'm happy for you to do it. I was just okay, surprised yeah, it's literally never happened. I just I thought why not? Let's do it. Um mine is FP because he really doesn't do that much, but like he serves and again, like, there won't be many opportunities to, like, there are finite opportunities to to be for maybe my MVP, and everybody else in this episode, like, really sucks. Mm-hmm. So, um, FP really slays. Um, he really serves in court. Um, <laughs> that's about- <laughs> <laughs> He barely speaks. got <laughs> <sentence. You gotta laughs> Yeah, he's fine. Nice. I'm, um, I'm gonna give it to Hiram because he's wasting no time at all he got there whipped his shirt off lied to his daughter I don't think he takes bought his property well no he but he has his shoulders out he, his he lied to his daughter he bought property he threatened his wife <laughs> he's, really, he's wasting no time at all I was just impressed he's making moves Mm -hmm. that's all i'm gonna give it to pop tate i think i do like his did you see did you see what they wrote on my chocolate shop yeah and i liked the i liked him kind of participating a little bit in the lodges silliness yeah that's true oh and they made this like generous donation and then we know he's lying and he actually is yeah. Just hold it to them. Not that he's being nefarious in any way. I no, just but but that. yeah, yeah. I like his participation in it. Um yeah, he's just a sweetie. It's, what would you give this episode out of ten? I'm gonna give it six out of ten damn years. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I it's feel really like it was, great. it was like I feel like it was a pretty like I a middle like a, a kind of mid episode but I feel like it was um kind of setting up a lot of things like we start to kind of get a sense of okay this is a serial killer like the ending scene I think is great um where we start to understand like okay he's attacking like this really weird assortment of people um and that it is officially a serial killer, I think is, like, gives it an extra point for me, I think. Um, but in general, I think it's kind of a okay episode that just sets things up. I like the introduction of Hiram. I like that he's shown trying to be a good dad, but then mm-hmm. we also yeah. know, as the audience, that he's, like, lying and still conniving in, like, different mm-hmm. ways. Um... And yeah, I I enjoyed that. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it 5.75 Havens for Crime. <laughs> um, I again, I thought it was really kind of mid, but it. I think it was just like my own like, just disi- like how much I didn't like the characters in this episode. For the most part, um, I do really like the black hood element. It's really gearing up which is great um great mystery well paced i think for just the scope of the show um as well because they're really gonna this one's like a pretty long arc um and yeah it it was okay it really all the characters were just like weird and bad but that's okay okay I think I'm going to give it four out of 10 acts of perjury. Wow. Wow. Because I know it's kind of low, but I just like, to me, it was just quite lacking overall. Like it didn't just like come together in a super compelling way for me, which is fine. Because again, I really enjoyed watching it, it and it moved forward a lot of things. But I think a lot of my enjoyment of the episode came from knowing what the result of a lot of the things are and not what was actually in the episode you know i'm not actually being a hater about it i just realized like i give like 10 out of 10s like left and right or not really i give nine and a half out of 10s left and right so i was like i need to have some range
1: because whenever
0: we mark this all down in a spreadsheet i gotta have a good um but yeah i i liked it but you know mostly anticipation based enjoyment um and if you had control of the point of the show from this point forward, what would you do? Um I'd make Penny <laughs> people things <names> worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just shorter and shorter. Yeah, yeah, really that's pretty bad. good. Um That's I yeah. Similarly, I would have had her be a snake charmer for real. Like not she's a snake in her office or something. <laughs> she is yeah, like she has a snake in her office when Jug is there and then FP at the end but it's like not really mentioned. And then at the end of this episode, um FP is like, She's the Snake charmer and Jug is like, Oh no. And then I wouldn't have like I would have it be like almost like like in and Harry Potter, where it's like she has a snake and she kind of has snake imagery around her and stuff. But then it's like you realize this snake is actually taking orders from her. And the snake is like like she wow. has like snake, like like guards. I think that would have been really cool. I like it. Um I would have done like I would have included like even more slasher references, and I hope they do so. I like they do, but I just would like some more, that's all. Okay. I feel like, I'm just, I know, so they introduced, um, they had Josie rejoin the Vixens, or join the Vixens, and they had Cheryl join the Pussycats like temporarily. And I just reminded me that they're going to start doing the Cheryl being creepy with Josie plotline. So if it were up to me, they wouldn't do that. Like, <laughs> they just let them be friends and like have it not be like a problematic kind of storyline. Yeah, mm-hmm. Definitely. That'd be a good um, one. Well, maybe all of those things will happen. This time. time. Yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, until then. Ellie, can we get that famous sign off? See you later, Dinks. Ooh.